You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 427. What I always like to pinpoint is to be able to mirror the seller. So to be able to adapt, to be that chameleon of, if this person is real cut and dry, be cut and dry. You know, if this person really wants to find a lot about about what we do and how we are, take the time, slow the conversations down, and to really explain. So really just mirroring the sellers, I think, is the big thing. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. Welcome everybody to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. America's number one podcast for new real estate investors, where we know that finding discounted properties is the most proven path to financial freedom. And I am telling you, if I can do it, so can you. I am your host, Brent Daniels, and I am absolutely thrilled because today we have, in my opinion, and this is not arguable because I'm the best judge of this, but I don't have the number one cold caller in the country. I have the number two cold caller in the country <laughs> that gets the most deals and gets really, really phenomenal deals. And that is Mr. Juan Fernandez. Juan, say hello. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for having me, Brent. So this is incredible. So guys, the reason that I say that Juan is number two and that he is humble here is because he works with Luke Rotbold, Viking Real Estate here in Phoenix. And if you guys have heard my interviews with Luke, Luke consistently makes about $800,000 a year all from his own cold calling, all from picking up the phone and being proactive in TTP. If you're not familiar with that acronym, that basically stands for talk to people. So Juan, how did you find Luke? And did you know going into your role with Luke's company that you were going to have to make that many calls? Actually, you know, Luke found me. We went to the same gym together. He found me. We started talking. We started working out together. And he asked me, he says, you know, hey, Juan, what do you do? And I told him, you know, my background is sales. And right away, he says, I knew it. I knew it. you got to come to my office. So I went to his office about two days later. I saw what he did. I saw the success that he's having. And I thought, you know what? I'm coachable. I could do this. So the following day, I went in and I jumped in both feet and I just started running with it. Incredible. And guys, just to set the stage for you guys, they have an office here in Tempe, Arizona. There's a few of you guys there. You and Luke are really the powerhouses when it comes to making calls, but you guys have an incredible culture there where there's music going. You guys remodeled the whole building. It's like phenomenal. And it's it's a really fun and energetic environment. Tell me, do you think Uh, And I'm kind of leading you down the path here. But in my opinion, I feel like that helps you to be consistent with your calls every single day to have that environment. Kind of touch on that. Talk about that. Because you you guys go in and make calls from the office. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And 100 percent. I mean, the office that we have is, like you said, it's fun. We all get along. We all have that same mindset. Yeah, there's music going. There's video games going. We go to lunch. The office is beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, we just remodeled. 
But that plays a huge role in it because the environment that you're in, the energy that you have, waking up and not dreading going to the office, you know, we actually love to be here. So we wanted to make it a place where we can go and have fun and make money. Yeah. And with Luke's uh, business partner and your and who you work with, Jake Landis, I mean, you guys have a phenomenal environment there. But not just that. Talk to me about when you first started making calls, when you started reaching, you've done sales, you understand kind of the sales process. But what was it like the first time cold calling distressed property owners? (laughs) It was, I fumbled. With every other word, I fumbled. And when I was with Luke and Jake Landis would hear me, they would hear me on the phone and they knew that with every phone call that I was making day in and day out, all I was doing was perfecting my craft. You just have to get better. You have to you have to have those phone calls, those days of just trying to get through it. And then eventually you start to become, it becomes second nature pretty much. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, I remember when I first started out, I would like, make a couple calls and then I'd stop and I'd be like nervous and then I'd get on and I'd do a couple more and I'd stop and I'd get on. And then it just got into the rhythm where I had built up my endurance and I had built, you come to the realization at some point that people are truly pretty nice. People are pretty kind and pretty generous. And if you have a good tone of voice, if you're not coming at them in an aggressive, weird, kind of like low enthusiasm, right, then then usually you can have a really good conversation with them. And, and once you realize that, it gives you that confidence, like you were talking about, to be consistent, to get on there and actually have a lot of fun with it. Because this is how you get, I mean, we talked before we got on here, you've already closed 12 deals in 2020 and you've already closed 12 deals all from making cold calls. Is that right? Yeah, that's it. And getting the confidence to be able to hop on, to make those cold calls and to be able to, what I always like to pinpoint is to be able to mirror the seller. So to be able to adapt, to be that chameleon of if this person is real cut and dry, be cut and dry. You know, if this person really wants to find a lot about about what we do and how we are, take the time, slow the conversations down and to really explain. So really just mirroring the sellers, I think, is the big thing. And Juan, by the way, guys, everybody listening, if you want to see Juan, if you want to see this interview, make sure you go to Brent Daniels Real Estate on YouTube to check it out. It's definitely worth uh, checking out, putting a face to a voice. But listen, guys, I went into their office and I heard Juan on the phone and it was like my heart was singing because he would adapt to every single call he was on. He would slow it down. He would speed it up. His accent would change just a little. He wouldn't be like like obnoxious with it, but it was just enough so that people felt comfortable so that he could be versatile in these conversations and people would open up. I actually tried to film you, if you remember, the lights were too low dark. We couldn't really, it didn't really turn out production wise, but we'll definitely have to do that because I'm sure people are going to want to see it. But guys, if you see one in action, it is incredible. He is adjusting on the fly. And the only reason that he can do that is because he is paying attention to each call. Right. Like if you get into that mode where you're just on autopilot, it gets really tough to be able to have a good connection with somebody. Yes, absolutely. What I like to do is to every time I make a phone call, when somebody answers, when I'm able to do that introduction and meet that person, I like to make it seem like that one person I'm calling is the only phone call that I'm making for that day. I'm not sitting in my office for six, seven, eight hours like I do every single day. 
when that person answers, I'm solely focusing on that one person. And I remember when you came into the office, that was the day that I bought a four bedroom, two bath house for $1,000. Yeah. You could, it blew your mind. You said, how much did you spend on that house? I offered him a thousand dollars and broke everything down and he agreed. And we got the contract signed right at right then. Well, let's have some fun with that. Let's actually break that down. We had discussed a bigger deal, which is fine. We can talk about it too, but let's, let's break down that deal that you got for a thousand dollars. Cause I want to ring this bell for you because that was <laughs> phenomenal. So this was, it's interesting because the, the beautiful part about wholesaling real estate, guys, is that you could do it anywhere. And if you were going to be proactive, you can literally get a list of distressed property owners. You skip trace it through batchskiptracing.com, and then you call them up. And I don't care if you're in, in Phoenix, Arizona, and you're calling, where was the steal at? Uh, it was actually in Kentucky, in Louisville. In Louisville, Kentucky. That's right. And you would have you ever been to Louisville? Louisville? Never. Right. Never. And you were calling in that list. Do you remember what, what list it was on that you were calling? Uh, yeah, it was one of the lists that we have, but it was we got the list just like, like how absentee you... owner. Was it a tired landlord? Do you remember um, what it was? Do I, no, it was, uh, was owner-occupied, but he didn't live there. Okay. So. Okay. Got it. So you were just calling on, let's just call it an equity list. Somebody that okay. has equity in a certain area that you're going after. You called them up. And I remember... I don't think this was the first time you talked to him, right? Was this a follow-up that I heard or was it? Yeah, yeah this was a follow-up call. And actually, I stand corrected. He did live there because we had a, we helped him get some stuff out, but he was it was owner-occupied. He did live there. All right. So you called him up and asked him if you would consider an offer on his property. And how do you buy a property for $1,000? Because this was not, and I remember pulling it up on your computer. This was not like, you know, a trailer just sitting in like a no. ball or a swamp no. or something. This was like a legit house. Yeah, so yeah. About. It was a two-story, like I said, four-bedroom, two-bath. But when I first called him up, you're, I mean, it was absolute cold call. And he said no. When I asked him if he was interested in considering an offer on his property, he said no. But I don't take no for an answer. I always like to try to bypass that. So I always like to follow up with, oh, okay, well, are you pretty happy there? And as soon as I asked that question, he starts to really open up. And I remember the conversation. He was saying, you know what? I'm not happy here. None of my family lives here. And then I was really to start to dive into the sales call. I love it. So, and, and that's what I love. Whenever anybody asks, uh, tells us no, because what I have found, maybe you can confirm or give me your thoughts on it, but the first like 45 seconds, there's almost like an invisible force field around them where they have that like reflex no, where they yeah. don't want to commit to anything. They're not sure who you are. They're still feeling it out. They've had too many bad experiences of people calling them and not being appropriate or not being really good on the phone and having skills. You almost naturally with any kind of stranger on the phone, you, you put this force field up and a lot of the time, and this is what you're the master at, you break down that force field by your tone of voice, right? Yeah, yeah, I try to try to break it down with my tone of voice. I try to pick up on on hints and tones of how they are. Jake, the other owner of uh, Viking Real Estate Investments, he always put it a good point. He says, if you want to go buy a car from a dealership, when you go to the dealership, knowing you want to buy a car, you pull up, all these salespeople come out and you get defensive. No, I'm only here to look. Even right. though you're really there to buy a car, you just automatically get defensive. But it finds that 
you have to find that right salesperson, the way they come off, like you're saying, the way that you come across to somebody to be able to break that down. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you break it down and how do you get the price out of them? How do you get this? I mean, did he own it free and clear? Yeah, he owned it free and clear. Yeah, Yeah, he owned it free and clear. The way that I break it down on all my calls is I try to find out as much information as I can, the condition of the home, obviously, because I'm here in Tempe, Arizona, and they're in Kentucky, Louisville. So I try to break down, I try to figure out what they would do to the property, how they would update it, any major issues with it. And then once I get all that information, when I start to talk numbers, I bring out their words. I start to relay and start to repeat, well, you told me it needed a new roof. You told me the kitchen needed to be updated. And I'll ask, so what ballpark are you in? And that's how I usually get the number from them. Got it. And he said, if you give me $1,000, I'll sell it to you? Actually, no. It was because in the beginning of the conversation, he wasn't interested. He said no. So I turned around and got him interested. I found all, all the information. And he says, well, what number are you in? And I said, well, give me a ballpark. I mean, you told me all the things that need to be done. And he says, well, make me an offer. And I said, well, $1,000, we'll do that. And he kind of sat there and it was dead silence. And the next person who talks, in my opinion, loses in the call. I I sat there quietly and he says, you know, I think I might be able to do that. And I said, you know what? Yeah, I said, you know what? What we're going to do is we're going to give you two. And he says, okay, that's great. So if this property was in great shape, what is what does this property sell for fixed up? What's the ARV? What's the retail value on this property? If I remember correctly, the ARV was right around the 80 to 85,000. 80 to 85,000 and this guy took 2,000 just because you threw it out and you you just threw out a number. Why just not? Threw it, and and I was I was more than willing to get rejected. I was more than willing to get I'm going to laugh at you or I'm going to hang up on you because he's not the only person on the list. I'm going to call somebody else. But if I didn't say that, if I didn't have, like you said, and how we're talking, the confidence in myself to be able to say that, I wouldn't have closed the deal. Love it. Love it. So because I want to I want to know how much you guys made on this. So you got it for two thousand dollars. What did you guys sell it for? Oh, boy. It was last year sometime. I, I can't even remember, but I know it was somewhere in five figures, something like that. So 10,000 plus? Oh, I think it was over 25. $25,000. Let's come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) But that comes from just asking the question, right? That comes from going out and reaching out to them. And I know people listening to this right now are wondering to themselves a few questions. And this is what I would be wondering. So I'm going to ask them to you. Okay. What does your schedule look like? Do you call at the same time every day? Do you do lead follow-up at the same time every day? What does your schedule look like? I have a, a, a set standard for myself. And Luke and myself and Jake, like all across the board, we kind of uh, hold our own selves and we hold each other accountable. So, yeah, I mean, every day I make sure I, I'm on the dialer trying to get those new leads, trying to fish and trying to hunt. But a really big thing we do and focus on is follow-ups. Yep. You say you're going to do something, you make sure you follow up on this specific day and time. What time do you call from? Uh, usually I get here in the morning at around about 8.30 in the morning. Okay. And would you start at 9? Uh, as soon as I get in. As soon as I get in, I get everything set. So about 8.45, 9 o'clock. And, and 
Oh, go ahead. How long? Um, I'm usually on the dialer myself for about seven hours a day. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Now that's just cold calling or is that doing some lead follow up and everything else? That's just cold calling. You go seven hours a day. Yeah. Between no less than six hours, but between six, seven hours. And when I need a break about after three, four hours on the dialer, then I go through my, my follow-ups and then I just start to make my follow-up calls. Incredible. So you're telling me that people can't even make six minutes of cold calls and you're talking about doing six <laughs> hours. Like that's yeah. so incredible. Yeah. Obviously you built yeah. up to that, but yeah. during those six hours, are you standing? Are you sitting? Are you in your office? Are you moving around? Are you using a dialer? Oh, motion creates emotion. So yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I, I sit, I'm on the dialer at the same time. I'm uh, at the same time I'm on the dialer, I'm looking through my follow-ups. And if I can text somebody that I've been texting with, I'll text them at the same time. If I have an email, I'll multitask and, you know, I'll get up and walk around, walk around the office. I'll go watch Luke play video games while he's calling. So, you know, you just have to keep your mind going. Sitting down for six hours, I don't feel is that possible. So yep. you need to find other things to be able to do. And like how we can do this just second nature, it just comes to us. So it's really easy for us. And you are using Mojo Dialer? Or you guys yeah, use something else? Yeah, okay. Mojo. Yep. Have you guys always just used Mojo? Yeah, only use yeah. Mojo. Same with us. I mean, we've tried out a couple other things, but um, Mojo is just super user-friendly. So in that time, I mean, in an average day, how many people are you talking to? 50, 60 new people a day? Yeah, usually no less than about 40 between 40, 45, and that doesn't include like the people that will text me back. If I know it's a cell phone, I'll text them at the same time as I'm dialing because yep. I can hear the voicemail. And yep. for them, and for a lot of the times, they'll text me back versus call, and then I'll set up a call with them and get them on the phone. Got it. And when you get a lead, how long does it typically take you to go through the process with a cold call lead? Like day one, you talk to them on a cold call, how many days, do you know, on average, how long it takes to actually get paid on those deals? Uh, usually within between no less about 30, 45 days. What we like to do is we really like to set the present in the tone of pressure without pressure. Of yep. Let's get this done. Things are going to change. So if we can do honor before 30, honor before 45 days, that's, that's probably best for everybody. You know, what's really interesting, Juan, is in Phoenix, my average, like the Day one to the day we get paid is about 92 days in Phoenix. Now, when I call in Alabama for some partners that I've been uh, that that we may call for in Alabama, it's like 37 days average. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. So it is definitely market by market. If you guys are listening to this, it's really important to test out different areas if you are interested in there. If you've got the opportunity to virtually wholesale in other areas. They get a list of a thousand addresses and call them and start testing that out as you're testing in your backyard. I think that that's really, really, really important because if you're crushing it, say your calls, Juan, are phenomenal in Kentucky, but in Arizona, it's like a fist fight. Well, then you're making more calls in Kentucky as long as you can make the income that you want and be getting the size deals that you want and the net income that you want from those deals. So it's, it's incredible. So where are you guys calling right now? I mean, where, where, where are you specifically calling? I spend a lot of my day in Kentucky, but at the yep. same time, like you said, when I need a break, if I've been in Kentucky for four or five hours and I need a break, 
I'll call Phoenix. I'll call Mesa, Gilbert. Last week, I had two appointments that I went or that I had and set up in Kentucky. And then on Saturday, this last Saturday, I had an appointment in Mesa. So last week, I was doing both. So last week, I held three appointments and two in Kentucky and one in Arizona. And by the way, guys, I think that this is really important to note. One isn't just, this isn't his like first three months in the business, six months. He's been making these kind of calls for how long now? Almost a couple uh, of years, right? No, well, actually going, going, it'll be two years in October. Right. Yeah. yeah. So a year and a half, you've been doing this yeah. for a year and a half consistently. I mean, think about how many conversations you've had. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, there's so many conversations. But here's the, here's the thing, and this is something that I found by doing thousands of having thousands and thousands and thousands of conversations. And if you've heard me on the podcast or on the YouTube channel before, you know it. But when you call somebody up and you ask them if they would consider an offer, there's only six responses. Yes, they will take an offer. No, they won't. Maybe I will in the future. How much will you give me for my property? Who are you and how'd you get my number, right? <laughs> is, there, is there anything else? I mean, you've, you've talked to thousands of people. Is there anything else people say when you ask them if they'd consider an offer? I, I've been, I've only today I've been on the dialer for about four hours. And I think those six responses, I've had all six today and that's it. Yep. Yeah, that's all. That's all you guys get, guys. So get the answers, get the responses to those responses, and you're going to feel more confident getting on the phone. I think a lot of people don't make calls or don't be can or aren't consistent because they don't know what to say. Well, guys, go to uh, talktopeople.com. You can download so many things and get all of the scripts, get all the breakdowns, so you don't have that excuse anymore. So you get into that rhythm because you don't you don't read off a script. You you could do this in your sleep. You could get this go like how long did it take you to internalize the intro of your calls and to be able to to be nimble when you're having these conversations when you're getting objections how long did it take you honestly to feel like you were like a gunslinger on the phone well to be honest with you i, I think every day every day i work on my craft but with you know the the scripts that you're talking about the ones at ttp the ones that you yeah. can download you have to use those. You yeah. have to get a point to where you know the information that you need to give out. And then you can start to put your own spin, your own personality, because they're not just going to buy a house from somebody that has money. They want to buy it from somebody that they trust. They're wanting to buy from you specifically. So the scripts absolutely help. But to this day, I still teach myself. I still learn. I still read on a daily basis. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that is just, especially now, with as much craziness as going on in the world, we have to put really good things in our brain. We got to read, we got to listen to the podcast, we got to be on YouTube, we've got to be around people that are being proactive and authentically enthusiastic. You know what I mean? It's so important. And you've got, I mean, you, you're around two of the best guys in Phoenix with Luke yeah. and Jake, and you add to that team, and it's just, You've got a phenomenal company there that you guys got rocking. What is your, what do you see, you know, just from a financial standpoint, let's pull back a layer a little bit, Juan, and and, and where, where do you see this going? Where do you see your next five years from a financial standpoint, from a real estate standpoint, from a passion or purpose standpoint? Like, what are you excited about? Well, you know, like I said, I, I every day I learn, every day I'm trying to learn something, but the next five years, something that... Luke, Jake, and myself, what we do is we write down our goals in the beginning of the year. 
So this last year and the beginning of the year that I started, we write down the things that we want, we want to accomplish, uh, what we want to accomplish as a company, because if we write it down and we have it on our desks every day and we're able to see it, it becomes reality. So the next five years, I'd like to get my own real estate. I would like to get into the flip. I would like to buy a house and get tenants in there. I would like to kind of see the back end things of how things actually work. Yes, I'm on the front end of I'm making the calls, I'm closing the deals, but I want to, as myself, get financially free of going to the mailbox and collecting the rent check and then passing my knowledge. And as a company, we want to look for people who are just as enthusiastic, just as passionate, have that same drive to where we can teach them and the company just continue to grow. I love it. You know what I love the most about that is it's not like you jumped right in and you're like, I'm going to start my own company. I'm going to do my own thing. I need to buy properties. I need to get going and make all these big mistakes. Some people call it the stupid tax, right? Where you, <laughs> you just, you're right? It, it is. What you yeah. did is you're like, you know what? Let me get in. Let me establish a skill that I'll have forever. Not only that, I'm not going to just think that I establish it after 30 days or 45, I'm going to constantly be adding to my skills every single day, a year and a half after. I mean, that's such an inspiration, dude. And, and you're around guys. I know Luke and Jake, they're developing, they're building, they're flipping, they're wholesaling. You get to see all this. You're going to be a part of all this. You get to see the mistakes they make. You get to see the successes they have. You get to be able to source your own deals and now it's set you up for life. I mean, we could do this yeah. till we're 90. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. We could do this yeah. forever. And that's so, what I and that's just I, and that's I think what it's I, real important that that you you understand that being around the right people, squatting up with the right people, being consistent, and not getting too crazy with I need to own a hundred rentals in the next year. No, you're taking it slow, you're building it, yep. making sure you're making the right choices. I love it. What an inspiration. So what people really want to know is what advice, I mean, this has been phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal one. I'm telling you, you are given literally hundreds of thousands of dollars of advice in this podcast, just from your experience. I'm telling you guys, you can literally take this as instruction, listen to him. He's consistently making calls. He's consistently building his skills. He's consistently being proactive. He's consistently staying around positive, uplifting, uh, motivated people. He's constantly reading. He's he's adjusting his tone so he's a chameleon on the phone and being versatile. He's choosing the right markets that he's making an impact in. So speak to somebody that's never done a deal before, Juan. You give them uh, a list of 100 addresses and phone numbers. What do you tell them to do? Pretty much is breaking down exactly what you said, but I think the biggest advice that I can give to somebody that would come to me and say, you know, what can you do? And I hand them the list. The first thing I would ask is I need 200% from you. I, I can't have 50. I can't have 70. I can't have 80. If you're wanting to go to the finish line with me, let's go to the finish line together. I don't want to drag you to do something that you don't want to do. So yep. if you can give me 200%, if you can give me your all and know that you're going to fumble, know that I'm here to help. I have resources. To this day, every single day, I ask Jake, I ask Luke, I'm texting him constantly because I have a question. I need to get their advice. I need to pick their brain. But that would be the advice that I would give to somebody is utilize me 
and give me as much as you can give me and give it to me all. Love it. Absolutely. And by the way, most of that 90%, in my opinion, is just showing up. Just show up consistently. That's it. It's amazing yep. how many people don't text back or don't call yeah. people back or don't show up on time or aren't consistent. This business is super simple. If you just show up every day, you talk to new people and you have uh, true enthusiasm. You yeah. do that, you are a millionaire. I am telling you, you will become a millionaire if you do that. That is as simple as it gets. So uh, absolutely incredible. Um, one last thing I want to touch on. I know that kind of sounded like I was ending it, but I, I something popped into my head because you showed me. Show me that stack again. Show me that stack oh. of those closed, uh, closed deals that you've had for a little while there, right? So this is really interesting. Guys, if you're watching this or if you're listening to this, get on YouTube. These are closed deals that he's just showing from from that that are just on his desk but these guys don't get elaborate with their lead follow-up systems or with their websites or with their you know all this other stuff no these guys make calls write down leads on a piece of paper you put that lead follow-up in a very simple uh yeah he's got just a stack on his desk that he just follows up with every single day guys you don't have to don't let all of the little things Create that creative avoidance in your life to stop you from uh, having good quality conversations with distressed property owners. You do that, you win every time. So, Juan, that is incredible. How do people find you? Do is there a way that they can reach out and email or uh, Instagram or something if people want to reach out and and just give you a high five or tell you, yeah. tell you thanks or ask your pick your brain a little. Yeah, I have a actually. It's funny because I just started an Instagram. So I just got on Instagram and I think it's one underscore whole real estate, but I think I'll, I'll send it to you and you can put it in the link maybe yep. below, yep. but yeah, you can, sure. you can, you uh, can, you can find me there. Is there an email just in case that that's off? Oh yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can, uh, you can email me and, you know, ask me some questions, pick my brain. And, and like you were saying, I, I like to surround myself with positive people, with people that have the same mindset. And we're all here to help everybody. We're all the same network. That's right. So yeah, you can email me at uh, Juan, J-U-A-N, at bikingreinvestments.com. R-E investments? That's it, reinvestments.com. Love it. Thank you, brother. I mean, I'm telling you, this is a long time coming, but uh, I really appreciate it. Anytime I get the opportunity to have Luke and now you on, absolutely phenomenal. We'll have to do a follow-up here in, in, in maybe six months, see how things are going and get some more. But thank you so much for being on here. Guys, Thanks thank you so me. much for listening to this podcast or watching this on YouTube. I am telling you, there's like 8 billion people on the planet. There is a tiny, 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 tiny fraction that is listening and watching and getting the instruction that you have. So you have a huge advantage to take action on what you're learning on this podcast, what you're learning on this YouTube channel. Take the action. It doesn't matter. This isn't about entertainment. This is about you getting the exact action items that you need to be able to get deals, to be able to solve problems in your community. That's what we do. We source real estate opportunities. So thank you so much for listening. If you guys are interested in joining the most proactive group in real estate investing, it is the TTP family. It is the TTP program. Go to wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP, wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. Scroll down, check out what the program's about. Look at the 
hundreds of testimonials. If it feels good in your gut, sign up for a call. I look forward to working with you personally. Other than that, guys, I'm going to end the same way I end every single time, and that is encouraging you to talk to people. Love you guys. See ya. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.